Tuck and Thompson out there now and Tuck putting some heat on as Kepper's going to be forced to play this puck. Tuck got a stick on that one down though. He does again. He's got Thompson out front. Thompson with the puck. Takes the scores! <laughs> Taves Thompson with a hat-trick goal to win it in overtime. What a beauty. Tuck and Thompson all night long working their magic. They've done it again. What a time to do it in overtime with the game on the line. Tied at four. Alex Tuck, great forecheck. Eventually the puck lands on the stick of Tage Thompson in front, and he ends up bearing it for the 5-4 to four victory in overtime. As we welcome you here to the postgame, Brian Colesiel with you on this Buffalo Sabres radio network. That game winner right there that you just heard from Tage Thompson, that's our play of the game, brought to you by NOCO, delivering comfort and Comfort to homes and businesses since 1933. We'll have more highlights coming up. We'll uh, get you the stats, update you on the standings as uh, the Sabres get it done tonight in Washington. But let's bring in Paul Hamilton here. Paul, what more can we say about Alex Tuck and Tage Thompson? Uh, we, we talked about them each of the period intermissions. They've had a big impact on this game and obviously uh, a big impact on that game winner. Yeah, um... It was kind of interesting that they had the power play. They had uh, just in the end of regulation, 16.2 seconds of five on three, didn't really produce anything. And then they had another penalty. Eller uh, went at 19.43. So they wound up with around minute 44 of power play to start the overtime. Again, not really much. They didn't, I mean, Thompson did get one one-timer and it was blocked and it went up over the net. Uh, just hit a skate and and wound up going over. So they didn't do much on that. And then Alex Tuck on the on the forecheck. That's just sloppy play uh, by Washington. I mean, you, you it's your puck. You almost gave it to him the first time because he's hard on the forecheck. Well, he didn't give up, and then you gave it to him the second time, and and because he doesn't get up and he and he's hard on pucks, which they were a lot in the uh, first period and somewhat in the second. Uh, you know, he winds up getting it, finds Thompson, settles it down, and he has his hat trick in a four-point night. So, um, you know, Buffalo has a team now that if you're going to get, if you want to call it lazy or whatever like that, they're going to make you pay for it. They didn't used to have teams that would do that because they weren't, a lot of times they weren't hustling themselves. Uh, but uh, this is a different team in a different era, and uh, they'll make you pay for mistakes like that. Sabres win it 5-4 to four in overtime. Buffalo getting right back in the win column after their loss in Ottawa two nights ago. And uh, Paul Ovechkin obviously was a major part of this game. He had really good looks to get his hat trick himself. Um, and the Sabres obviously at points there you may say they got a little lucky that he didn't bury him. But um, not necessarily Lukanen saves on Ovechkin, but a big piece of maybe Washington not winning this was some of the big saves that UPL had, uh, even just in the third, the one that he had on Sherry uh, when it was still a tie game was a big one. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, he made some big saves, definitely. And he also left some big rebounds. This wasn't his best game with rebounds, and it did cost him a few times. So, you know, overall, it wasn't the type of game maybe we've seen him play in the last six that he had played, but it's still, he made some phenomenal saves in that game, too. I mean, he he made three 
huge saves coming across, uh, you know, making a glove save on Sherry that looked like he was going to be in the net. And, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, phenomenal saves there. And that's what you talk about. Some, you know, your goalie has to make the big save at the big time, and he did that. Uh, the, you know, the first one off Ovechkin. Uh, they, they, Buffalo didn't learn. Uh, I didn't like that that series there. I mean, they win a draw to Ovechkin, and he, he didn't score on the first time. So they get another draw, and they win it again. And he rips that one because, you know, nobody – you know, it took too long for somebody to get out to Ovechkin. You know that's their play. You know that's what they want to do. So you've got to fight through and get out there and get on him. And nobody did, and it wound up in the net. So, um, you know, they're certainly not blaming Lukanen on that goal. That's coverage. That's, you know, somebody's got to get out there in coverage. So, you know, but again, here we are, and we've talked about this a lot this year, you know, talking about a team that found a way to win. They went into the third period with the lead. And it only took, uh, it didn't take long at all to lose that lead, 55 seconds, and it was a tie game. And then next thing you know, Washington winds up Ovechkin again at 7-10. Now 7-10 in the third period. When you had the lead, you're trailing. But, you know, Buffalo kept at it. I mean, look at what Casey Middlestat did on the Jost goal. You know, he, he gets an opportunity, but he sticks with the play. You know, he never gives up on the play. Gets the puck towards the net, it hits Joe's stick and goes in. I mean, that's how you score goals. That's how you, you know, stay with plays. And, you know, the third period, they were slipping a little bit. Weren't the shots 9-2 to two or something at one time? Mm-hmm. And they finished up 11-10. to 10. You know, so it looked to me, I had written in my notes, you know, four games and six, they looked tired. And, but they, they all right, wait a minute, this isn't good enough, let's go. Like we let's give it a you know nobody nobody cares if we're tired let's you know try to you know fight through it they did they get the tying goal they didn't do anything with the power plays at the end of the game but uh, they didn't need to because three on three with the hustle by Tuck and Thompson going to the net they wound up uh, with the victory. Sabers getting it done five to four in overtime. Paul Hamilton with me here uh, on the post game show. Uh, the Sabers tonight. Uh, are not going to have Don Granado or the players talk after this game. Uh, they said out of respect for DeMar Hamlin, uh, they are not going to talk, but they are going to have Kevin Adams talk, and uh, we were gonna, we will have that sound in that interview for you here coming up uh, right after I speak with Paul Hamilton here. Uh, it's obviously an emotional and tough day for Buffalo sports fans. Paul, the Sabres come in to this game wearing those shirts that says love for three. Ironically enough, Tage Thompson gets three goals for him there. Uh, the Sabres coaching staff all had the number three pins. So we've, you know, a lot of that, uh, I feel I like, you Kevin's know. I think Kevin's talking about right now, Brian. Okay, are we going to take him live, TJ? Okay, we're going to take him live. Let's go to Kevin Adams. More with Paul coming up after we hear from the Sabres general manager. The Pagulas own both teams, and um, there's really great chemistry between all of us, and we're pulling for each other. That's why... That's why it was such a tough day for us because we're we're in this together. How, how are the guys doing? I mean, obviously you talked to them between Don and the players. Like, how how are they handling this? Well, it's a they're a mature group, um, even though we're extremely young. Um, but I will say that uh, you know we have great leadership in the room, and there's an emotional um, connection to the city uh, from our team. And it was tough to be honest. It's uh, this morning just. You know the conversations, and, but 
they also, um, I think, know how much our city, um, our team means to the city and just wanted to be able to go out and, and you know, um, do what we could today to, to put our best foot forward. Was Kyle and speaking to him this morning just to get on a link, kind of a, a gauge on how things are. Yeah, we met first thing this morning as soon as he was up, uh, myself and Donnie and um, Kyle and Nicole, and just kind of talked it through about what, what, where are we at. And you know, I, I talked to Kyle so much personally because he has such a pulse and understanding of what our group feels and where they're at. Um, so, you know, I, I lean on him a lot, um, but I think what what comes through from our players is how much they care about the people in Buffalo, and I think they also feel that um, there's a lot of people that are thinking about a lot more important things than, than a hockey game, but let's, let's try to go out there and do our best, and that's, that was the thought. Um. Okay, that is uh, Sabres general manager Kevin Adams as uh, Buffalo wins this one in overtime by a score of 5-4. to four. Uh, we bring Paul Hamilton back in here now. And, Paul, no surprise there. Kevin Adams talking that the, the team obviously fully aware of the situation. They want to come through. They care about the people of the city of Buffalo. Uh, they talked about that the other night after the Blizzard game in which they had the moment of silence for all the people that had been affected by that. Um, this team, as I think the Bills are, very aware of how much the sports teams are an important piece of this city and how they – Obviously, we're up for wanting to, to do their best. Not that they wouldn't want to try to do their best at any point, but just how meaningful it could be if they could come through with another big performance tonight. Yeah, it helps people, you know, just, uh, you know, maybe let it go for a little. Not forget. I don't want to use the word forget, but just gives them a little bit of relief uh, for a while to watch a game and, and to see the excitement of the Sabres winning. And, the Sabres have talked about this before, you know, about the blizzard and 40 people died in the blizzard and how the players talked about that. You know, maybe we can be an escape. That was the word I was searching for. And, you know, maybe we can be an escape and we're proud to be part of this community and we want to be part of this community. And by being part of this community, uh, you know, we, you, you know, it, it, this is part of it, you know. And, uh, you know, here it is again. And, and, you know, they know it's an important part. And, you know, they they want to – that's the thing. You, you feel so helpless as fans or, or as, you know, with the Sabres because they are close with Bills players. They know them. Some of them know them. They go to each other's games. As I said, I've seen Bills players a lot in the Sabres locker room. Uh, and, uh, you know, they support each other. They talk to each other. They text with each other. And, uh, you know, then something like this happens. And if you're a savior, like, what can we do? I mean, we, we, we don't know what to do here. And, and, and that makes it tough. I would agree. Yeah, I mean, Paul, this city we know with uh, the, the, the shooting in May, the mass shooting in May, um, the blizzard itself in terms of the deaths of the family. It has not been uh, the, de the, I'm sorry, the deaths of the numer and the numerous families that were affected by the blizzard. Um, it has been not an easy kind of six-month time period for this city for, for many reasons. And, you know, as, as we've said, and I think as people have said, these, the sports teams, it's a connection to why the city is such a tight community. Um, Buffalo, the Bills and the Sabres seem to, have, you know, rise to the moment in these spots where maybe 
the community kind of needs, as we said, uh, something to smile about, something to feel good about. Uh, and I think you said it correctly. It's, we're not here to forget about it, but we're here to try to to heal and come together more. And, you know, things like this, things like the other night at the arena, like those sort of things tend to, to bring people together even more, which, on, you know, which as you can all, all, as anybody can do in a time of turmoil or in a time of grief or of a time that's tough is lean on each other and be there for each other. And I think that's what these teams have, I think, thrived on, Paul, that they really embrace that, that they want to be a part of all of that with everybody else in this Western New York community. Well, it all goes back to what we've talked to a lot about also when Kevin Adams has talked about, you know, when he got the job, he goes right to McDermott and Bean. It's like, all right, I understand you're a football team and we're a hockey team, but tell me, how did you turn around your organization? How did you turn this into a first-class winning organization? And that's what he wanted to know, and that's when he found out just because you have supreme talent doesn't mean you're going to help your team win. If you're not a quality human being and you're all for yourself and you're not for the team and you don't care if you're here, you don't care about Buffalo, you don't care about the history of the Buffalo Sabres, um, you know, you, you really aren't helping the group. And, you know, Buffalo Bills, you know, Early on, they got rid of some good football players, very good football players, because they didn't fit the mold of what they were trying to build. And the Buffalo Sabres did the same thing. They got rid of some very good hockey players. But, uh, you know, some of them were self-centered, selfish, and they just weren't what fit with the mold of what Kevin Adams envisioned here. And, you know, now he's got a locker room full of players where I'd be hard-pressed to find one that isn't what they're looking for i mean you look around the room and i don't say to myself boy there's a bad apple or boy this guy is all for himself i don't see any of that at all and uh you know so they do care and you know i'm sure it's been talked about a lot you know what happened last night and i'll guarantee you those players were shaken up by it just like as much as fans and and players around the NFL were, you know, just, just seeing that. And they have to talk it through, too. And there there are resources made available to the Bills, professional resources. There are professional resources available to the Buffalo Sabres that they use for mental health and for things like this. So, you know, if you're having trouble getting through this and you're having trouble coming to grips with it and coming to terms with it, now these teams make make the resources available to try to help you through it. Paul, thanks very much for all your thoughts tonight. We know it wasn't an easy night to come on and talk, but uh, as always, I think you came through. Thank you, and uh, we'll chat on Saturday. The Sabres will be at home for Minnesota. Hang in there, people. Uh, you know, this is Buffalo, and we all know how to do this. And uh, as, I, as Brian said, we'll, we'll be back on Saturday, and hopefully, you know, God willing, uh, things will be better for uh, Mr. Hamlin, and for everybody around, and we'll be talking about things that are much more pleasant by then. I agree. Thank you, Paul. Mm-hmm. Okay, Paul Hamilton here on the post game. Sabres win it 5-4. to four. Uh, You heard from Sabres general manager Kevin Adams. That was in place of Don Granado's postgame comments. It's brought to you by Salino Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Tempstar Emergency Services. Specialists bringing heat on and off the ice. Before we go to break here, let's get you... Some final stats. They're brought to you by Paddock Chevrolet with you for the extra mile. Final shot totals end up 
32-29 in favor of the Capitals. Power plays, Buffalo one of four, Washington zero of one. Sabres did a good job staying out of the box, just one penalty the entire game. We know Washington's power play can be lethal, especially with the Ovechkin plan to get him the puck, and uh, Buffalo only once tonight was down a man. In goal, Luka Pekalukin in the win, 28 saves. Darcy Kemper takes the OT loss, 24 saves. Your three stars, Sonny Milano, star number three from Washington. Alex Ovechkin with two goals, star number two. And Tage Thompson, three goals, number 28, 29, and 30 on the season as he is the number one star and our electric player of the game tonight. Brought to you by Town BMW for an electrifying performance. Check out Town BMW's lineup of EVs. The attendance tonight at Capital One Arena in Washington, 18,573. And the Sabres, as we said, will next play Saturday night at home to open up a three-game homestand. The Minnesota Wild are in town. And then the Sabres the following week will have games at home against Seattle and Winnipeg on Tuesday and Thursday. For all of our local affiliates, we're going to say goodnight to you at this time. If you want to keep listening to the postgame, go to WGR550.com or you can listen in on the Odyssey app. And for all of you here on WGR on our flagship, more postgame coming up. We'll get you some more highlights from the game. We'll update you on the standings as the Sabres get back in the win column, a dramatic 5-4 OT win. I'm Brian Colesio. Thanks for listening. This is the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. It's a nice feed in front, Lucan and what a glove save! Left hand magic from the Sabres goaltender there to keep it at 3-2 Buffalo. Milano gets around one on his stomach trying to pass it to the net and it comes back out. Milano with a shot and Lucan got a piece. Keeps it out in the slot, they battle for it, it comes to the corner. Dan Dunleavy there on the call. A whole bunch of saves from Ukapeka, Lucan and he had as you heard there, I would say three to four, like really, really big ones. His glove working well tonight. I Those couldn't pick just saves. one. Saves. Yeah, it's tough to pick just one. You're right, TJ. That's the saves, saves of the game, plural. Yes, saves of the game. Brought to you by your upstate Honda dealers. New inventory is arriving daily. 5-4 Buffalo overtime winners as we welcome you back here. Brian Colesiel on the postgame show. Um, if you're just joining us, uh, Kevin Adams spoke, Sabres general manager, just a little while ago, talked about just um, the Sabres' perspective on uh, what obviously what was this, the story of the day in Western New York and across the sports world. Uh, Damar Hamlin, good news that we were able to get uh, during the course of the broadcast tonight, maybe if you didn't get a chance to hear it. Multiple reports, uh, including ESPN's Josina Anderson, is saying that um, the update that she's received is that DeMar's breathing is improving. So that's a good thing. Um, also, his uncle, Dorian Glenn, has uh, talked to Thad Brown from uh, Channel 8 in Rochester, said that uh, breathing right now is the focus, but it's improving. He says they're blown away by the support. He says prayers are coming in from all over the world. So, uh, again, our, you know, obviously all of our thoughts are 
with the Hamlin family and Damar and hoping that his recovery, that we continue to just get good news. Every little update that we get, good news is better news. And uh, it's trending today, at least over the course of the evening here, in the right direction. So that is great. What people are doing with Damar's charity is just unbelievable. Like, just, but almost not surprising with all the, of how Bills fans do this all the time. But now people all over the world are doing it. And a lot of star athletes, Tom Brady, LeBron James, Russell Wilson, uh, others are doing it, just donating from their charities to Damar's charity. It is just, it is amazing. I think at last, and I, you know, I'm sure it's higher, but I know it was over, was it over $5 million? I saw it last year. I saw that, yes. Yeah. That is, five and a half at this point. Five and a half million. That is a just, that's incredible. So kudos to everybody coming through. Even if you donated outstanding, even if you maybe felt like you couldn't donate, but you passed the word along in some other capacity to spread light on it, good for you for doing that. You know, we know that uh, the more and more awareness of it, the more and more money it's going to raise. So kudos to everybody involved in promoting uh, the wonderful work that DeMar does with his charity. And uh, obviously just, you know, the numbers just continue to go through the roof. It's pretty, pretty amazing. The Sabres we know tonight coming in, wearing the shirts that said love for three for DeMar Hamlin's number three. And uh, they walked into the arena tonight wearing those. Um, as we go now and get our first response from the fans, brought to you by Serve Pro Central Buffalo's Team Luzzy. Serve Pro Central Buffalo's Team Luzzy is first and faster to any size disaster. Visit TeamLuzzy.com. Uh, you can always send me your thoughts on Twitter at Brian WGR. I'm going to my brother's tweet for this one, Jonathan Goziel. He says, how about the three connection here tonight? Tage with three goals for his third hat trick of the season. He scored three minutes exactly into overtime, 30th goal of the season on January 3rd. And for good measure, if you want Tuck, that was his third assist of the game. Third point of the game, sorry. So a lot of threes tonight. No surprise. Three is on everybody's mind, so uh, some cool numbers there to kind (laughs) of connect with the number three that we've been seeing. If you've been on social media, all of the sports teams in the NFL, or all the NFL teams have taken the Pray for DeMar number three uh, avatar now as their their new avatar here, and, you know, a lot of people have also jumped on board with using that as well, so kudos to everybody involved. We know we're all thinking about them, and um, the Sabres clearly on another night where they know it's an emotional night. The Sabres want to be a part of this community. You heard Kyle Oposo talking about it the other night against Detroit uh, on December 29th after what had obviously been a very tough week with the blizzard, people's families affected by death, by starvation, by lack of heat, by being trapped, cars, homes, you know, freezing, like all these sort of things that people had to deal with beyond the fact that even just, you know, what would now seems like what you'd call just a mere inconvenience that everybody's holiday plans were obviously altered tremendously. You throw in all these other important, more important things. And the Sabres said, look, we're, I love Kyle Oposo's line from the other night. He said, we want to be part of the glue that, keeps this community together or that puts this community together. He's like, we want to be part of it. He didn't say we want to take credit for it. He didn't kind of overstep and say how important sports is, but the way he phrased it, and I'm just paraphrasing him there, but to say like, we want to be part of the glue 
that keeps this community together or that puts this or that heals this community together, however you put it, more eloquently than I am right now. It was just, I thought, beautiful words from Kyle Oposo. And, you know, this team is, as I, you know, the characters involved, they're so likable. Kevin Adams put together a group of players that fans want to get behind, just as Brandon Bean has done it with the Bills. And uh, I, you know, no surprise that these two organizations pull for each other and have each other in their thoughts that the Sabres tonight, you know, with the T-shirts, the coaching staff and Kevin Adams wearing the, the pins with the number three, uh, that that was on display tonight uh, throughout their <clears throat> game in Washington. All right, so what does the win mean for the Sabres in the standings? Let's see what that does. Buffalo's win, let me uh, update it here, as we know some of these early games are uh, now all going final. Buffalo's now 19-15-2, 40 points, four points back of the wild card. That's currently being held by the Penguins and the Islanders. They have The Sabres have two games in hand on the Islanders, one game in hand on the Penguins. Pittsburgh, by the way, has lost five straight. So that has helped the Sabres uh, kind of catch up in that category. But four points back of the wild card, that's the closest they have been essentially since the start of the season. Um, obviously, they started the year right there, but since the start of the season, from that, I guess we'll go from the eight-game losing streak, uh, from there, this is the close that they've been to being in that top eight position. And the Sabres now are off until Saturday. The good news, they get some rest. The bad news, these games in hand are going to keep adding up. Some teams are going to go past them. Detroit's going to play. They've got 39 points. Ottawa's going to play. They've got 39 points. And the gap to the wild card probably will be larger when we speak on Saturday. But the Sabres will get their due. Games in hand coming. Um, the following, uh, the, the final two weeks of January, they have a four and six and a four and six stretch in the final two weeks of January. So they'll catch up quickly. They'll play eight games in less than two weeks. So they'll get, uh, they'll get caught up there. By the end of January, we'll really be able to kind of see where they are at going into that all-star break. They've got one game on February 1st and then 10 days off for the all-star break. So really to me, like, okay, they'll have some games caught up then with all their games in hand to me, like right there, as we go into the all-star break, where will the Sabres be in the standings? I think that'll be a really true measuring stick. And think about it. You go into February, then we're going to be talking about trade deadline. And then TJ, can we talk about meaningful games in March? The phrase that we love to mock, will we have some? It's, I trending, that, it's trending that we will. feel more <laughs> uh, optimistic about that than I think I ever have in the past 11 years. So take that for what you want. That's right. A lot of games still in January. But That's right. That's right. There's still a lot of games left. That's why I'm like, eh, I know. let them play out. But I, I like what I'm seeing <laughs> for sure. I would agree. Injury report time brought to you by Lucy and Ganji, Buffalo's workers' compensation and personal injury attorneys, working hard for hardworking Western New Yorkers. Well, only one injury for the Sabres, Henry Yoki Haru. He's on injured reserve, lower body injury. Uh, it seems as though Buffalo came through tonight injury-free, which is good news. Uh, there is, of course, one player on a conditioning assignment in Rochester. That is goaltender Eric Comrie. The Amherst are home tomorrow night. So if you're listening in the Rochester area, or if you want to drive to Blue Cross Arena in Rochester to see the Amherst. Uh, I don't have confirmation that Eric Comrie is playing, but I would guess that Eric Comrie is playing. So maybe just uh, double-check that if you're going to make your plans to go, but I would guess that uh, he would be in net with the fact that he hadn't played since Sunday. Plenty of time 
in between to rest. Okay, so a, uh, a good night for the Sabres. And again, all of our thoughts with Damar Hamlin. Uh, make sure you check out WGR550.com uh, for tonight's game story uh, from Pat Malacaro. But also, of course, we'll be keeping you updated uh, all throughout the night and overnight uh, on the WGR social media handles on Twitter at WGR550 and online at WGR550.com if we get more updated news on Damar Hamlin and his situation uh, from the hospital in Cincinnati. With that, we, of course, want to thank everybody for listening. Hope you enjoyed the broadcast tonight, and we'll, we'll put a wrap on it here as we thank our crew. T.J. Luckman, our network producer, thank you very much, T.J., as always, for your great work. Paul Hamilton, our reporter. Pat Malacaro on our social media and game story. Our pregame show hosts, we're Shopin' the Bulldog. Tom Matty is our engineer, and our game announcers, Dan Dunleavy and Rob Ray. I'm Brian Colsey. I'll again the final in overtime. Sabres 5, Capitals 4. We'll talk to you Saturday night from downtown Buffalo with the Wild in town right here on the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. Good night, everyone.